0: Hey what's going on out there in the podcast land This is Matthew Johnson Back with another episode of Dementia in Black and White Today's episode we're going to talk about the different stages of dementia Just so that you have a benchmark, a guide if you will So sit back, relax and enjoy this week's episode of Dementia in Black and White All right, all right, let's get it started. Let's get it started. First, I want to let you know where I am getting this information from the National Institute on Aging, NIH, which is a government agency, government website, part of uh, Health and Human Services. And there are several different parameters or several different criteria or several different guides out here that talk about the different stages of dementia. Some are this three-stage model, which I am going to talk about here today. There are others that have a five-stage model. There's a seven-stage model that's out there as well. And Really, they all offer varying degrees and levels of specificity, but pretty much are essentially the same. I would say this three-stage model is basic, and then folks kind of get creative and add different variations to it. But they all kind of get to the same place, that there's an early, a middle, and a late, essentially. That exist. And so I want to talk about this one to talk about what are some of the key indicators for this three stage model and then tell you where I think my mother is. That's the loved one that I am caring for with Alzheimer's. And so this is Alzheimer's specifically. Of course, there are different forms of dementia There's Lewy body. There's dementia associated with Parkinson's disease and um, various other types Of dementia that are out there Alzheimer's is I believe the largest Of all the different types of dementia It's the most common And so these are the signs of Alzheimer's Specifically And it starts by talking about when What they consider late Onset or early onset So someone who has a late Onset is going To have their first symptoms appear In their mid 60's early onset is for people who have their symptoms appear between 30s and their mid 60s and i believe the 60s to late onset is the more common of that so the signs of the you got the mild here the moderate and severe so in this three stage model mild moderate and severe and in the mild category of Alzheimer's. It mentioned things it mentions things like memory loss, poor judgment leading to bad decisions, loss of spontaneity, taking longer to complete normal daily tasks, repeating questions, that's something I saw early on in my mother repeating the same questions. Trouble handling money and paying bills. My that is a pretty common one when you start to see late fees associated with bills, particularly for someone who has been good at that their entire life, someone who's been very independent who stays on top of things like paying bills. so for me, that would certainly be a key sign or indicator that something is wrong, either mild cognitive impairment or something because I am a who am my mother too? Then I got it from my mother, so I got it honest in terms of paying bills budgeting saving you know finances the very important all through my life as long as i can remember even from my first summer job at 16 keeping a ledger of you know paychecks and pay stubs and all of that and balancing my bank account i just remember doing that early early on and my mother was the same way i mean she keeps you know Uh, copious notes in her little check register and all of that and when I saw that starting to get off and I saw a credit card bill get skipped that's when you know and this was early on I'm talking probably 10 12 years ago that that happened long before any talk of getting diagnosed or going to a doctor and asking about anything and I didn't associate it with any type of Alzheimer's I just thought you know, got to help her out with the bills and make sure that doesn't happen again. Because you know, of course, I don't like late fees, and I know she doesn't. But that is a key indicator, I would say, particularly for people who you know pay attention to that type of thing. So, wandering, getting lost, or having that as part of the mild stage—I would have thought that'd be more in the moderate stage. But in either case, uh, losing, misplacing things in odd places. So. For uh, anyone, as you get older, you might have some mild cognitive impairment and you might misplace things. So you might have your keys and instead of being by the end table right near the door, they're in your coat pocket or they're, you know, on your bed. That's really not the type of memory loss we're talking about in misplacing. What we're talking about is you lose your keys and they're in the refrigerator. Or, you know, they're they're in some strange, odd place where it doesn't make sense for them to be. That's where it's more of a concern uh, in terms of it might be in a mild you know, you might be in the early stages of Alzheimer's. Mood and personality changes and then increased anxiety or aggression. So those are all part of the mild stages here in this three-stage from the NIH website. Then it goes on to some characteristics of the moderate Alzheimer's disease. So, increased memory loss. So, you got the beginning of memory loss earlier, now you got increased memory loss. Inability to learn new things. Difficulty with language. Problems with reading, writing, working with numbers. Difficulty organizing thoughts and thinking logically. Shortened attention span. Problems, coping with new situations, difficulty carrying out multitask steps such as getting dressed. Getting dressed, of course, is something we take for granted. It's something we do every day. It's no big deal. You put on your, you lay out your clothes or you first think about what is this event you're going to. Do you need to be dressed up as it church or you go into the grocery store or you can just wear sweatpants or whatever. And then deciding what to wear. You know, maybe matching things if you're into that, making sure your top matches your bottom or your shoes match your belt or whatever that is. That is a multi-step process, a multi-step task getting dressed. And so if that becomes an issue for an individual completing that multi-step task, well, then you might be here in this moderate stage of Alzheimer's problem with recognizing family and friends. So these of course, people who are familiar with you or that you are familiar with. And now you're having problems recognizing them, remembering who they are, hallucinations, delusions, and paranoia. That is something that I noticed. Well, and that's been a while uh, for my mother with the neighbor and having some paranoia around her next door neighbor inappropriate outburst anger, I haven't seen that particularly, restlessness agitation, anxiety and then wandering again, in this case it says specifically in the late afternoon or evening, I believe this is also referred to as sundowning and these are all things in the moderate stage of Alzheimer's and These things, this is where I would say my mother is primarily. Um, The wandering, of course, that has happened. The paranoia that has happened. You know, it talks about difficulty with the language, but uh, it's interesting. She can hold small talk conversations and the language is all there for that. But anything beyond that, any kind of follow up. Uh, more, going more in-depth, getting below, scratching the surface of a conversation, then that difficulty with language does come up. She'll have problems finding the right word for something that's, you know, something before she was able to just recall that, or I am able to recall that with, you know, not having cognitive impairment. And I've noticed that with her, um, and then that restlessness and agitation right at sundown and sometimes even before just this whole thing of her kind of being unsettled and packing and unpacking uh, clothes as if she has to go somewhere, has to be somewhere. There's something that's needing to be done. That is definitely, definitely where I've seen many of those signs there in the moderate stage. Then it says the severe stage. That's the final third stage of Alzheimer's. They have here: inability to communicate, weight loss, seizures, skin infections, difficulty swallowing, groaning, moaning, or grunting, increased sleeping, loss of bowel and bladder control. So here, these are the severe stages. And I would say, you know, I am taking care of my mother with, of course, a bunch of help here in the home. But at this stage, it's probably where, if I just speak for myself, I would want to consider, you know, so either full time in home care, if that can happen. I don't know if I can even afford that. But a nursing home, a memory care facility or something like that, because these are the types of things that I don't know that I'm qualified to deal with in terms of seizures and, you know, the difficulty swallowing and loss of bowel and bladder control. Those are things that are going to get really, really heavy. And it's the next stage and it's coming. So as I look at this list, I have to say, it makes me, you know, of course, a little concerned and um, a little anxious about what is coming down the pike here with this disease. But it is, you know, this is reality and the disease will progress. No one of course stays at the same space, the same place for this entire uh, period of the condition. And so I've read, I don't see it here in this particular article, whatever that this whole span in terms of, you know, someone who has the onset of the disease in the mild those mild um, criteria and progressing all the way through to the end of life. I'm talking about about 12 years on average that a person goes, you know, and of course, this is very much different for each individual. And it is not to say that you might start in the mild, go to the moderate and then go back to some of the mild or go from the moderate to the severe and then go back to some of the moderate. That it is a, you know, not a hard and fast two years at this stage, three years at this stage and four years at that stage. No. And it varies per individual. And of course, there's still a lot of research that's being done here to probably help get at, you know, what are some of the things that are key markers or indicators biologically or chemically in the brain or in the body that is happening to have a better gauge of when you're at a particular stage and how much amyloid plaque is in the brain, for example, uh, at which stage, but a lot of the work in terms of being able to pinpoint that type of information really can't happen until a person, you know, is dead until you can do an autopsy on the brain and have a sense of what was all going on in there. It's only so much you can do with imaging and the like. So, This is just a general guide just to give you some things of signs of what you might look out for in terms of whether or not your loved one is either in the mild, the moderate or the severe stage. And it could help for planning purposes. And I would say if you are noticing these early onset signs, the mild category of things. That is the time where you see there's trouble paying with bills or there's getting lost or misplacing things. If you're starting to see those signs that as soon as you can get a diagnosis and even if you don't have or can get a diagnosis right away for whatever reason, that that is the time just to start to put the safety net in place. If you notice that there's an issue with the bills and this is your loved one and they trust you, that you get your name on the bank accounts, that you start to pay attention to what is going to be necessary in terms of either getting a financial power of attorney or health care director for getting these sort of legal things that take time and energy in place. And early on, it's better because then you might be able to have more reason and more logical conversations because there are more moments of lucidity in terms of them being able to understand what's going on. And, or if that's not the case that you, at least you on your own start to get the network together, that you start to bring in family and whoever it is that's going to be helping you in that situation so that there's less of the convincing, less of, you know, people might be in denial about the condition and it might take time for people to come around. So, to the extent you can start early in this mild stage versus waiting till you get to moderate or more severe, then, you know, there's going to be less emotion involved, you'll be less stressed. Uh, So sooner rather than later And real talk That stuff should probably Be in place Even without anybody having any type of disease We should just have a backup plan So if your mother is not married As my mother wasn't Then somebody should be Just kind of partnering with the person Certainly if they have a spouse They already have each other as backup But everybody should have a backup Essentially All right, so that's it That's all we're going to talk about today. The mild, moderate and severe stages of Alzheimer's. Thank you for joining us this week. And hopefully you'll join us next week as we have another episode just continuing on this journey. The journey of caring for someone with Alzheimer's. Thank you for tuning in this week to Dementia in Black and White. Hopefully we'll see you again next week. Continue to care for your loved ones. That's important. That's absolutely one of the priorities. But just above that is to care for yourself. That's even more important. See you next week. I'm out.